Attention, all troops. He's alive. Alive. Welcome to the Rapnolis. In an unexpected twist, Roseanne, the TV show is back on the air. There's a lot of TV shows I expected to return, but Roseanne was not one of them. I have a lot of fond memories of watching Roseanne when I was younger, so this is welcome news to me. My watching of Roseanne is tied to my mother. This actually might have been one of the later sitcoms that we watched still together, and we watched it because she was very proud of the fact that she had spotted Roseanne very early on in her career. And I'm not talking early at some nightclub. She had seen her for the first time when she did her first bit on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I was a big fan of comedy, and whenever my mother would spot somebody that I didn't get to see, she would tell me about them. And she had a hard time telling me what Roseanne was about, only saying she thought she was very funny. And when she heard she was getting her own TV show, she wanted us to watch it. And we watched it for multiple seasons together. We enjoyed it, its ups and downs, its weirdness. I think my mother liked Roseanne's persona, or perhaps she liked that Roseanne's persona was so different than other characters she saw on television. The show would change over the years, and eventually both of us would stop watching it altogether. And while I won't be able to watch this version of Roseanne with my mother, the experience I had and the excitement that she demonstrated about the show is definitely a driving factor in my return to it. A continuation of a show after all this time is an interesting idea. And while I might find the writing and the characters on the show to be compelling the first time and maybe the second time around, certainly one of the bigger drivers for me to watch it is nostalgia. In fact, I can't think of a clearer example of when nostalgia has played a role in getting me to return to something that's being modernized. So I look forward to watching the new Roseanne. I only wish I could watch it with my mom. On today's show, I'm going to talk to you about Roseanne. We'll talk about the original run of the show. We'll talk about the characters, its creation, production, writers, and we'll throw in a few surprises here and there. We have an info-packed episode ahead of us. So without further ado, let's start the show. Roseanne ran from October 18th, 1988 to May 20th, 1997. On March 27th, 2018, it returned to the air. It was to many people considered a very realistic portrayal of a working class American family, at least during the first few seasons. It kind of goes off the rails later on. 
And if you've never seen later season Roseanne, I can't even explain what happens. It just gets odd. The show was created by two people, although the producers of the show had something to do with that. And we'll talk a little bit about the production of it. But I want to talk about the people credited with creating the show first. You had Roseanne Barr. Roseanne, the title character of the show. A stand-up comedian, writer, producer, actress. Very talented. She's also been involved in politics and hosting talk shows. I think she had a macadamia nut farm for some television show. She is co-credited with creating the show with Matt Williams, who was born in 1951. He's a producer, television writer. In addition to creating Roseanne, he would work on the television shows The Cosby Show, A Different World, and Home Improvement. Now, the big controversy about Williams is the feud that he had with Roseanne. He had a vision of the show. Roseanne disagreed with it, and she thought that it's her name on the front of the show. So she threatened to walk out. And this was a really gutsy move at the time. At the same time, Valerie Harper had a television show named after her, Valerie. And she wanted the show to go into a different direction and threatened to walk out. And it was a show named Valerie, and they got rid of her and replaced her with Sandy Duncan and changed the name of the show. So it is in this climate that Roseanne decides to put her foot down and say, this is the direction we're going to go. I want Williams gone. And the producers and the network said, yes, we'll go with Roseanne. Williams would go on to work on lots of other TV shows and movies, so he did okay. But there's a lot of interesting articles online about the feud that they had. In an interview recently, John Goodman talked about this fight and said that while the cast was nervous at the time about this, that it could shut down the show, they had Roseanne's back the whole time. The show was produced by Marcy Carsey and Tom Werner of Carsey Werner Productions. If you watch a lot of old TV, you're probably familiar with that name. They wanted to do a new type of family show. And they had seen Roseanne on The Tonight Show. I'm not sure if they saw the same appearance my mother saw. And they liked her in-your-face style and thought she could be the working-class heroine that they wanted to be the star of the show. And that show originally was going to be called Life and Stuff, an okay name. But with Roseanne on board and her being so dominant, the show would become Roseanne. Nothing in the world is more rewarding than motherhood. You teach, you love, you care, you nurture, and you watch them grow stronger, healthier, and more lovely every day. Excuse me. How many times do I have to tell you no fighting in the house? Anyway, the best part about raising a family is that your husband's always there, day in, day out. Oh, he's more than just my partner and my lover. He's my soulmate. The show is centered around the Connor family. They're a working-class family living in Illinois. Establishing shots of the show were photographed in Evansville, Indiana, which is the hometown of Matt Williams. The exterior shots of the show were based on a real home that's in Evansville. If you happen to be in Evansville, maybe it's still there. It's at 619 South Runnymede Avenue. On the show itself, their address is 714 Delaware Street. While... Roseanne was definitely the power behind this show, and Matt Williams was a great creator. This show is considered to have one of the best writer's rooms, especially in early seasons. And there's a great article on Splitsider. You can do a search for the greatest TV writing rooms ever, where they list TV shows and the people who would work on them. And they have a really good list of people who would go on to write lots of different other shows. In addition to Roseanne, they had Jeff Abugov of Cheers, 
They had Betsy Bourne, who wrote on Friends, Eric Gilliland, who worked on The Wonder Years, Brad Isaacs from Newhart, Maxine Lapidus, who would work on Ellen, Chuck Lorre, who was the producer and writer on The Big Bang Theory, Two and a Half Men, and probably 16 other shows, Norm MacDonald from Saturday Night Live, Daniel Palladino and Amy Sherman from Gilmore Girls, Rob Ullen from The Middle, and the very famous in internet circles, Joss Whedon, who would go on to create Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and lots of wonderful things. One of his little touches is in the character of Darlene's room. You could see a Sandman poster that was supposedly a touch from Joss Whedon, who brought some much-needed geek credibility, I guess, to the show. After these messages, we will return. Can I help you? Maybe. You see, I'm into running, tennis and basketball, soccer, baseball, racquetball, hurdling, and I need shoes. I want to look at Adidas, Brooks, Tiger, Puma, Nike, Converse, K-Swiss, Tree-Torn, Saucony, New Balance, Superga, Mitre, Diodora, and Pony. What size? Foot Locker, America's most complete athletic footwear store. And now, back to the show. The show has a big cast, so I won't try to go too deep on who was on it, but I did want to touch upon some of the characters in the show and the people playing them. Roseanne Barr played Roseanne Connor. The Roseanne character is gruff and kind of tries to control the people around her. That being said, her attempts at control are usually in the best interests of the people around her. Now, when you decide to create a character like Roseanne, who could be mean, you want to have a counterpoint to that. And they recruited John Goodman. John Goodman would play Dan Connor, Roseanne's husband. The thing about Dan is he's obviously very much in love with Roseanne. He's a good family guy. He's a bit gruff himself at times, but is fun and entertaining. Just an all-around likable guy. Not a lot of rough edges on Dan. And I think when you see a character like that, it softens out the hard edges of the other characters around them. John Goodman... If you don't know him from Roseanne, you might know him from films. He's done quite a few of them, including a bunch of Coen Brothers films like The Big Lebowski. And if you're a Pixar fan, he was the voice of Sully in Monsters, Inc. and its sequel. Laurie Metcalf played Jackie Harris, Roseanne's sister. She's a little odd, but she's a devoted aunt who had a lot of jobs and a lot of chaos in her life, but constantly returns to the Connor household where the universe sort of makes sense for her because she belongs there. Metcalf is a very accomplished actor, appearing in lots of different films, including films like Uncle Buck, Leaving Las Vegas, and JFK. But she also worked on a lot of television series, having lots of small roles, including on a former writer, Chuck Lorre's show, The Big Bang Theory. She is considered an amazing stage actor, getting her start in the Chicago theater scene, but has also worked in New York and London since then. Very talented. Sarah Gilbert played Darlene Connor. Darlene is sort of the closest thing to Roseanne. She's a bit sarcastic, although intelligent. In earlier seasons, she's portrayed as a tomboy. Sarah Gilbert would continue to work both in film and television. She would also be on The Big Bang Theory, but is probably better known for her work on the talk show, The Talk, of which she is also a creator. Becky Connor was played by two actresses, 
Becky is the older daughter, a bit flighty, a bit of a troublemaker. She's played by Alicia Goranson and Sarah Chalk. Goranson's probably best known for her work on Roseanne. Chalk is probably better known for her work on Scrubs. And she's also the voice of Beth Smith on the science fiction series Rick and Morty. Roseanne had multiple roles that were played by two actors. Becky had two roles. Dan's mother, Audrey Connor, was played by two roles. Three actors played Crystal's son, and two actors played DJ's best friend, Todd. DJ was played by two characters, Sal Barone in the pilot, and Michael Aaron Fishman in the series. David Jacob Connor, as played by Fishman, he's the little brother on the show, does typical little brother things. After the show, Fishman dealt with the difficulty of being a child actor who grew up on a show. And he started taking acting classes and learning to work behind the scenes in television and film. And like many of the actors I've named, he has returned for the rebooted series. Natalie West played Crystal. Crystal was supposed to be a major character on the show, sort of Roseanne's sidekick. But Roseanne and Laurie Metcalf had so much chemistry. Because of that, Crystal was put to the side and became a supporting character. We could go on with lots of characters, but I'm just going to try to wrap it up. Estelle Parsons played the mother of Roseanne and Jackie, Beverly Bev Harris. Shelley Winters would play her mother. And you also had Johnny Galecki from The Big Bang Theory playing David Healy. George Clooney in season one playing Booker Brooks. From what I understand, there was a naked picture of George Clooney on the refrigerator in early seasons that mysteriously disappeared at one point. Martin Mull and Fred Willard had recurring roles. You had Sandra Bernhardt as Nancy Bartlett. Daniel Harris as Molly Tilden, and many, many, many others. I'm not going to even get into guest characters. The show was on the air for a long time, and it had a lot of people in it. Let's just leave it at that. After these messages, we will return. Hello? Lynn! It's Harold. I'm calling long distance. What time is it? 2 a.m. your time, sleepyhead. 2 a.m.? Oh, you wouldn't believe the money I saved by calling after 11 p.m. Really? For sure. Uh, I could save you even more money, Harold. Oh, baby. To save 15 to 50% on long distance before as well as after 11 p.m., call MCI and stop talking in someone else's sleep. And now, back to the show. Roseanne was popular from day one when it premiered. It was the most watched television program in the United States from 1989 to 1990. And its first six seasons was in the top five highest rated shows. In its second season, it would be the number one TV series. Just beating out a very important show, The Cosby Show. After the sixth season, the show started slipping. But it stayed within the top 10 through season 7. Then during the final seasons, it would start to slip, dropping to the top 20, then the top 35, before finally closing out in 1997. The show would win Emmy Awards, Golden Globe Awards, People's Choice Awards, and even Peabody Awards. It was heavily lauded, very well considered, not just the show itself, but all the performers and writers on it. Does this sound familiar? That is the theme song to Roseanne. It was composed by Dan Foliart, 
Howard Pearl, and W.G. Snuffy Walden. It would be like that for all but the last season of the show, when lyrics were added, as sung by John Popper of the band Blues Traveler. That went a little something like this. You what doesn't kill us is making us stronger. We're gonna last longer than that greatest wall in China. Now, I don't know about you, but I think I prefer the non-lyrics version. In 1992, the show entered syndication. Then it would start showing up on cable, airing on TBS from 1996 to 2004, exposing a whole new group of people to the show. Then it would enter Nick at Night's lineup in the late aughts, and it recurs there from time to time. And now that we have all these digital retro channels that live in the world between our regular TV stations, you have a good chance of catching Roseanne at any time of the day on many different channels. If you do not want to wait to watch it, the show has been released on DVD. There were early problems with DVD releases because the show itself had some music issues, and so they couldn't play some of the music, so you would get some edited episodes. A lot of those issues would eventually be resolved, and nowadays, if you happen to like to still buy your media on DVD or in digital format, you can get the complete unedited version, for the most part, of Roseanne. After these messages, we will return. Hey, thought you were brushing your teeth. I was just thinking. About what? About Teddy. He always wins. Well, your brother's a lot older than you are. He'll always be older than me. I know how you could beat him right now. How? Come on. You could get even fewer cavities than Teddy, because he didn't have this crust at your age. Advanced Formula Crest has Floristat. So? So it's even tougher than the crest your brother had, or your mother had, or I had. When it comes to checkups, you could beat us all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's not so bad being the youngest after all, huh? <laughs> With Advanced Formula Crest, your kids could have even fewer cavities than you did. And now, back to the show. I am not one of the people who was clamoring for the return of Roseanne. I had heard rumors that it was coming back, and I was a little surprised. And I see a lot of people talking online about it. Those sort of things don't really influence me. When I do decide to watch a TV show, I watch it because I want to watch it. And I think I'm going to enjoy Roseanne. Maybe the jokes won't be as sharp or as biting as they were when it first came around. But what I will say is that I'm going to be happy to be in the presence of characters that I was able to enjoy with my family. And while people talk about entertainment, like television, as works of art or important ways to make change, they also exist for us to spend time with one another. The TV occupies a very important place in our home. And when we sit down to consume it, we often do that with the people we love and the memories that surround the shows and the experiences can make characters and TV shows transcend their own quality. So I'm looking forward to the return of the Connor family. I hope it's really good. 
And even if you don't watch the new show, I suggest you watch at least the first couple of seasons of Roseanne. It's a very well-written show with amazing talent behind it. And on so many levels, it works to entertain. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, you can drop by the website at www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at twitter.com slash retroist and facebook.com slash retroist.com. The music you hear on the show is by Peachy. If you like what you hear, why not email Peachy at peachy at retroist.com. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend. packed episode ahead of us so without all aboard this has been a retrospective production goodbye